Here we go. Hello, I'm Lise Wilcox, and you're listening to To Call Myself Beloved, the podcast with Lise Wilcox. This is the place to be to find clarity in what you want, confidence in who you are, and the courage to stay true to both. Hello, lovely. Welcome back to another thought-starting episode of To Call Myself Beloved, the podcast with Lise Wilcox. Today, I am talking about something that I have had so many personal conversations about in the last few weeks, probably a few months, if I'm being really honest. And for as long, if not longer, I have been avoiding recording this conversation. You know, I have this ism that I say to myself all the time, if you feel like you're going to throw up just before you do something, it's a pretty excellent sign that you're doing the right thing. And that's kind of how I feel about this conversation because today the theme is beware the female empowerment brand. And I know what you're probably thinking. You were probably sitting there thinking, Lise, aren't you a female empowerment brand? And yes, my friend, you would be right. I am a female empowerment brand. And that's why I think you should take this completely unsolicited advice very, very seriously. Now, I'm going to be super real with you, as I, as I always strive to be, super, super real. I do not do this podcast because I'm a good person. I do not. I do not hire somebody to produce this podcast out of the goodness of my heart. I have a lot of information to share with the world that I know is actual life-changing content. That doesn't just happen in my podcast. It happens on Instagram. All of that is like free content, right? It's Of course, it's free. It's easily accessible. And that is a fantastic resource. Like what a world we live in that we can have access to all of this information completely free. It's also my business. So while I am creating all of this content and sharing all of these, um, I don't know, what would you call them? But as I'm sharing all this information that I intend for you to take and change your life, I also am very hopeful that one day we will get the chance to work together. You know, that somebody is sitting there listening to this thinking, oh my God, I have to hire this woman to speak at my next event, which happens. Like it happens. It's amazing. I hope that somebody is sitting there and thinking, oh man, I really like dig her vibe and I really get what she is saying. And I want to like take that next step and take the leap and get very real on my own life and hire her to, to, um, to be my coach. This happens. It's amazing. It's an amazing process. And in that way, yeah, I am definitely selling something here, right? I am selling myself as a personal brand full of information that you can use for your own transformation. That's effectively what I do for a living is that I sell transformation in a really beautiful, life-changing, super lifestyle-friendly, practical, honest way. I have done courses in the past, um, and you can still go to my website, lisewilcox.ca, and you can take the first Love Yourself course. It is amazing. For very little money, you can make like how 
whopper of a colossal change in your life. And, um, and, a hundred percent, you know, by me creating that course content one time and then leaving it up for purchase on my website, you bet I create or I generate rather passive income. I had this startling realization not too long ago. I am to be very honest with you. Sometimes I struggle in this space because I'm like, there, everybody is saying the same thing. And I find that this self-help world, the personal development world, the Instagram world, uh, which all blend together for me, I just am finding it to be so boring. And in the midst of all that boredom, I'm just, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, come on guys. People are regurgitating content. They've all read the Jen Sincero books. You know, they've all taken Marie Forleo business school and 80% of people are just regurgitating shit they've heard somebody else say and they're passing it off as their own. I went on a bit of a uh, <laughs> drive on Instagram stories recently uh, because I was listening to my friend's podcast and it's a great podcast, but I'm listening to her interview this girl who's a sex coach. She's in her twenties and she's a sex coach. And first of all, I'm like, I'm so skeptical, right? I'm 38. And I'm like, you are in your twenties. You are still a teenager. Like psychologically, you are still developmentally a teenager. You don't get to be a sex coach yet because you haven't had enough time on this planet to like experience what good, bad, tantric sex is like good comma, bad comma, or tantric sex is. You haven't had enough time. So I don't know how you call yourself a sex coach, but okay, like good for you if you were able to actually like have that much phenomenal sex and transformation in your life before you turn 30, more power to you. But I'm listening to this podcast and at one point she uses this proprietary slogan, this proprietary phrase that belongs to a sexual health educator that I have followed for years and I love. Like I've done, her name's Kim Inami. I've done a couple of her courses. Um, she is like just a wealth of, of information. And she, I think, was one of the pioneers in this space to be like an online coach, offer passive streams of income. She does retreats. And, you know, when I was really at the time in my life that I really needed her, she was already like a, a high ticket coach. She was already, I think it was like five grand for a course and to work with her one-on-one -on -one or to go to a retreat. We're, we're talking like 10, 20 US, 10 or 20,000 US dollars. So like not inexpensive. And she's definitely raised her prices uh, since then. And I guarantee you it's worth it. Anyway, when she was, she's also Canadian and when she was starting out a number of years ago, like probably a decade and a half ago, um, she wrote this article for Playboy and um, it was called The Well-Fucked Woman. And that became her thing. Like she's got courses on The Well-Fucked Woman talking about how like when you are well-loved and well-attended to physically, your whole life changes. And, and she's totally right. And this has like legit science behind it and it's fascinating. And if this is really striking a chord for you, I definitely encourage you to look up Kim and Ami because she is amazing. Anyway, I'm rambling. So I'm listening to this podcast and this like 25 year old sex coach is like, you know, every woman deserves to be well fucked. And I was like, hold the damn phone. You are now building your business because you've taken the Kim and Ami course. Like, oh wow, this is like um, theft of intellectual property. 
Anyway, so I kind of called her out on it on Instagram, like just in messages. And I was like, oh, have you studied with Kim and Ami before? And that is all I said. And she started backtracking herself and being like, oh, yes, I have. But, you know, I took all the information and I made it my own. I was like, no, you didn't. You like... You blatantly stole her proprietary language. And I find that is happening more and more and more in this space. So (laughs) do you love it when I go on these tangents? I really hope so, because, man, I got a lot of them up my sleeve today. Um, My point is that in this space, I am so cogent that I stand out. You know, I have like a paralytic fear of being average and it's so important to me to stand out from the rest because I think my message stands out from the rest and I don't ever want to get trapped in this formula of success. You've probably heard of a sales funnel before. Um, Anybody can build one. In, In case you don't know what it is, it's like If you take any online courses for entrepreneurs, they will tell you, you create a lead magnet. You create like one thing that's for free that people download. That gathers people to your email list. And now you have your own list full of people with whom you've already made a connection. You've already given them something for free. So psychologically, they feel now like they owe you something and that you create this relationship. So you build your list by giving away the free stuff. You lure them in with a low, low price and you push them to buy right now because that triggers a sense of urgency in them. And while you have their attention, you sell to them, right? And you just keep like you start with this huge offering and you just keep paring it down and you you end up getting like this. Um, pretty lucrative success model for building uh, or for building a customer base for whatever you're selling. This is not a hard thing to do. Anybody can do it. The problem is that because anybody can do it, everybody is doing it. So, you know, I do have a very engaged and active presence on Instagram, which I am very, very grateful for because I have literally built my business on the platform of Instagram. Like this continues to blow my mind that this is a thing, that this is a reality and that I'm a part of it. It like delights me to no end. It also takes a lot of time because again, it is my business. I am an entrepreneur. I am, you know, this unmarried wife that I keep saying, and I do have three kids. Like I've got a lot, I've got a lot on the go. And my content is very, very well thought out. It is rooted very deeply in like true hands-on lived and loved and earned life experience. And I take it incredibly seriously. So the, the amount of emotional work, even that not even the physical work, but the emotional work that goes into my content is a lot. And, um, I was finding recently on Instagram that people wanted more from me. Like I just kept wanting more. And, you know, I always share like, um, the music I'm listening to, or don't, not always, cause that would take up my entire feed, but I often post like a song a day and, you know, different brands that I've worked with, obviously I'm posting and different entrepreneurs that I come in contact with that I just really love. I celebrate them on my feed because that's really important to me is to connect awesome people with other awesome people. And that, that is a lot like that. Is, it, it is a lot. It is a business. So people were asking me for more things. They're like, oh, can you put together a playlist on Spotify for us? And can you like do a list of where you go shopping? And can you curate all the vendors from whom you buy your living room stuff from? And at a certain point I was like, holy crap, like I can't do that stuff 
in addition to all the other stuff and, and sorry, and not get paid for it. There is an energetic exchange and there was a certain tipping point where I was like, I'm putting too much energy into this and I'm not getting enough energy back. And now this feels unbalanced. So, and I figured it out since then, but at the time I was really looking into starting a membership site. So I would create a membership site where, you know, it would be like Instagram on steroids and people would get all this extra bonus stuff from me. And so in doing so, I, you know, I was doing the research and starting to listen to another few podcasts about how to build a really successful membership site. And I listened to this really successful female empowerment brand podcast that I'm not going to name. And she is like, you know, you could probably call her a guru of online courses, like really, 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 really financially successful. So she's talking about membership sites and building membership sites and, um, uh, and online courses. And she actually said she knows that she overfills her online courses and she does that to pack max value into it, to give people like way more than they ever need so that it's obviously like a highly sellable, highly marketable item because you get so much content. But then she was saying she also knows that it's too much information for people. It's too much for them to consume. It's too much for them to process. So she knows that after they pay to do her course, she knows a huge percentage of them are going to sign up to work with her online because they couldn't actually do the material. They could sit and listen to the material, but they couldn't actually follow through with any of the material. So she banks on subscribing to like a membership site where they go deeper with her or, um, or like one-on-one, um, after the fact. And that really did not sit well with me and continues to not sit well with me. So I, as somebody who like values maximum output and maximum input or for minimum input, I mean, uh, meaning like I want to create the best content I possibly can in the least amount of time that I can so that I, and still reach like the max amount of people that I can so that everybody wins like all over the place. I want to make it super easy to consume really high impact in a way that works for your life and gives you the transformation that you truly are looking for to embody like long lasting change with the minimal amount of effort on your behalf that also yields a great return for my family and for me in the end, right? Like that's just straight up truth. That's kind of how capitalism works, but from a soul centered way or like an intention driven way. So I started to look at my own course statistics and I was like, well, you know, I have this course there it is. People are signing up for it. People are doing it. And I started to look and, you know, people will do the first, um, the first week of work and then they kind of drop off. They don't even open it. You know, they buy it and then they don't do it. So I started to look at the course statistics in general online. And I found only 20% of people who buy courses actually complete them. Like one in five people who buys an online course completes it. That's staggeringly low. And we continue to invest in online courses because we continue to buy, like actually purchase this idea of ourselves that we want to be, but we don't actually follow through with the work. So we are continuously like buying stuff that we can't follow through on and we're not actually embodying any of that long lasting change. We're just out another 500, 800, 1200 bucks as we go. And 
that already is kind of problematic in itself. But the real problem is that I, Lise Wilcox, am not the only person who's noticed this wild statistic. And it is my impression that many, 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 many other brands are also aware of that, uh, that statistic and of that pattern of behavior. And they're starting to capitalize on it. They are starting to capitalize on the fact that people want to make change. And I'm going to actually just straight up talk about women here, that women want to make changes in their lives, that they have these weaknesses or insecurities or um, unhealed wounds in their lives, and they want to, like, quote, unquote, fix it. They want to change it. And these brands are offering, offering you information that you're not going to do. And they're preying on an insecurity that you have that you are not actually going to heal because the courses are not designed for your success. The courses are not designed for you to actually achieve the transformation that you're looking for. The courses are designed to funnel you through and, and, and buy something bigger, invest further. And, you know, I, as a woman, really take offense to this. I, as an entrepreneur, really take offense to this, especially when these brands are, like, are, are touting themselves as female empowerment brands because that sounds pretty anti-feminist to me, and I don't, I'm not okay with that. Like, that's it's not okay to capitalize on somebody else's weaknesses and, um, and insecurities. So that's that's the context behind today's episode that you it's it is buyer beware. You know, capitalism is great. Like it's it's a great way for uh, for us to make money and for us to generate like a sturdy stable economy. But you have to be so conscious that what comes with that are man, there are always going to be people who really know how to play the system super well and play it to their advantage. And sometimes they're going to use this female empowerment brand as a means of purely lining their own pockets. And I am about making money. Like, make that money, girl. Line those pockets. And if you're a real person of substance, I think you find a way to make that money in a way that that benefits the greater good. So the reason I'm taking such offense to this and such issue with this is that I think these people who are calling themselves female empowerment brands and really standing up for this like fourth wave feminism are not. I think that they're really preying on on the weaknesses of, of people in our society. You know, another great example is let's say somebody's selling a course or there's, they're going to sell coaching, for example, whatever it is that they're buying, some kind of like information transformation-based product or service. It costs what it costs. And, you know, if it's a good course that you're going to do um, or if it's a good coach that you're going to invest with one-on-one, oh my God, pay the money. Like it's, it's such an insignificant amount of money across your whole uh, lifetime that it is 100% worth the investment if you're going to follow through with that. But regardless, it costs what it costs. So let's say you're going to work with a coach and it's she's $5,000 to hire for like 12 weeks. Um, that's not unreasonable. And that's kind of, I wouldn't even say that's high end. That's like almost low end if you're getting a good coach. It's like the very low end of a, of a good coach, I think. Anyway, it costs five grand. It doesn't cost six grand if you want to pay in two installments. It doesn't cost eight grand if you want to pay over three installments. It just costs what it costs. And there is this pressure to like 
to pay more to penalize you for taking longer to pay it, right? And that doesn't quite feel right to me. You know, for clients who ask me, I will definitely set up a like a multi-payment system and I just take the full amount and I break it into two payments. <laughs> I don't charge more so that you can like make fi- like solid financial responsible decisions for your life. I don't penalize you for that. I just respect that about you. And I like make it work in the way that it's going to work out for both of us. Right. And I don't see a lot of people doing that. I see a lot of like, well, you know, it is five grand to work with me one-on-one. Um, and sure you can pay over two or three months, but then it's going to, I'm just going to have to ratchet up the price a bit. And it's like, no, you guys, like this is, this is anti, this is against what we're working towards. So things like that, they're driving me crazy. Um, Another example, you know, it's so buyer beware because female empowerment, golden age of feminism, it's become so marketable and so sellable that self-care, self-love, it's like so easy to latch onto this and sell it back to somebody. And it's so easy to create the illusion of, um, of, walking the talk, I guess, when we deal in a mostly online community. And I got to tell you, you have to be so wary. Some of the people that I watch online who, some of the people, actually, to be fair, most of the people that I follow online are incredibly authentic because anybody who's anything less than authentic or anything less than genuine I unfollow because I just do not have any availability for those people in my life in real life or online. However, sometimes somebody sneaks through and, you know, I'll follow them online and then I'll meet them in person or I'll like become aware of them in my community or in, you know, the greater, let's say, influencer community of North America. And I meet them in person and I'm like, you are such a scam. You know, the, per- the self they present online, which is about togetherness and community and no, no competition, like collaboration over competition. They're the first ones to start the mean girls table and throw shade on the, like the stiffest competition in the room because they are like insanely jealous of what those other people are doing. And then they get back online and they're like, with so much love guys, with so much love. This is total bullshit folks with so much love, like community over competition. I've got a whole keynote on the myth of competition that I'm going to save for another day for you or come and see me speak in person because it's one of my favorite things to speak on. Um, You have to be so wary of what these people are saying because talk is cheap. Actions speak so much louder than words. And when you start to look at the actions of a person, a brand, a personal brand, that will tell you so much more than any of their brand messaging could because you'll get a real sense of what they do or do not deliver on. You know, there's another great example of, of a woman who uh, runs an agency and, um, not an agency, she, she runs a business and, um, you know, one day we'll hashtag things like empower women, lift women. And the next day, no joke, let every, like reduced every single employee on staff, reduce their hours by 20 to 50% without any word of warning. That doesn't feel good. That's incongruous. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You cannot be a female empowerment brand and at the same time make these like really cutthroat decisions. Like it can't be done. You can't do 
you can't do both of those things and you really can't sell yourself as one thing and deliver something totally different. And I, I can feel it amping up. I can feel it ratcheting up. I can feel people more and more becoming aware of how easy it is to become successful online, quote unquote. And I can feel people being like, oh man, all I have to do is generate a few courses that I know people aren't going to ever follow through on. And then I just sell them another one that I also know they're not going to complete. And you know, like they just keep capitalizing on predictable human behavior and insecurities that feed into this, like, I want to be more, I want to have more, but I don't have any time to do the work or I don't know how to properly do the work. And so as a result, I'm just going to keep spending money lining somebody else's pockets and not actually get any of the benefits that they say I can have. You know, from a personal standpoint, for my own business, I may run another online course because for some people, it's like I'm, I'm a great self-study learner. If I do a course, I'm probably going to finish it because I take it really seriously and I'm going to actually set aside, you know, I'm going to schedule time on a Monday night and I'm going to dedicate two hours to doing that, period. Um, most people don't learn like that. Um, I am moving towards a model of group coaching that is launching very, very soon that I hope you participate in. If it's, you know, I as I said, like, I hope you sign up to coach one-on-one with me because you will get a lot out of it. If one-on-one coaching isn't for you, I hope you join my group coaching program because it's going to be amazing and an intimate of only like 10 people per session. It's going to be so high impact and it's going to feel almost like a lecture series um, where it's going to be you know, me talking for 20 minutes and have the rest of the like hour and a half, two hours, just be Q and A because we learn so much from our community by asking and receiving, giving and receiving, sharing these stories and really having these conversations together. I'm doing that. Yes. As a business for sure, for sure. It is a business that I have been called to unequivocally. And it's a business that I feel so passionately is the right thing for, for people to, to engage with, to consume. Cause I have seen firsthand the, the results that it has in people's lives and not just in their immediate lives, but the, the ripple effect it has on healing generational wounds, on raising their children, on running their businesses. It's legit transformation. So, you know, there is a way of doing this that makes sense, that absolutely generates income and absolutely delivers on the product that you think you're purchasing. Once again, this is not true of every brand and I need you just to the smart woman that you are, I need you just to be so wary, like put on that, that filter that it isn't skeptical. It isn't cynical, but it's just very aware, you know, be, be so conscious in your consumption. Who is, who is showing up in a genuine way and whose actions are speaking louder than their words and who is just blowing smoke because there is a very, very big difference and it's very easy to get lost in the glossiness of what looks better than the other and it's it takes a little more conscious effort to not just buy the dream that you're being sold, but actually invest in the the real transformation that you're seeking and that you can actually have. You just can't necessarily have that transformation with all of those female empowerment brands. You can't necessarily believe everything that people are saying to you because so much of it is getting caught up in or lost in an ulterior message or motive. 
man, how's that for a conspiracy theory? <laughs> As I said, this is something that's been just so top of mind. You know, I've, I've been to the conferences, I've been to the workshops, I've met the people and As I say, so many people in this space and so many people online, they are true. They are true to themselves. They are true to what they're selling. They're selling what they're selling because they genuinely believe in it. And unfortunately, I really feel the increasing trend is for people to latch on to all that goodwill and all that honesty and all of that like passion that these people are living by and distort it and warp it into something that's like, oh, hey, I know how to make a quick buck. Like, let's just sell people on self-love. Like, nah, nah, it doesn't work like that. You're kind of missing the whole point. Self-love isn't something to be sold. It's it's like, you know, an investment in yourself and it's a whole conceptual change. And more than anything, it's a belief system change. You can't just talk yourself into loving yourself. You can't just talk yourself into empowering yourself or showing up for yourself or waking up in your own life. It takes actual deep transformative change. And that deep transformative change is hard work. Doesn't mean it's not right. Doesn't mean it can't even be fun because some of it is fun. Some of it is really heavy. That doesn't make it bad either. It's just the nature of the work. And, you know, does a snake feel awesome as it's shedding its old skin? No, because it's itchy and it's uncomfortable. And then they emerge at this like, new creature at the end. Does a caterpillar does a caterpillar feel great about completely metamorphosizing into a into a butterfly? Well, I'm going to guess no because their entire body changes as they like wrap themselves in this dark, tight, icky, moist, which is the grossest word in the world, cocoon, and then they come out as a brand new creature, like in a totally different iteration of themselves they never experienced before. That probably doesn't feel good, but it's worth it. Our growth, our change, our evolution, our transformation is not unlike those metaphors, you know? Change is messy. Trans, um, I just lost the word. Transition is uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. It is moving from what is known into what is known, and that is hard. It's hard, it's uncomfortable, and it's always worth it which is why when you're ready to make those changes and make that transformation and embody that transformation, you have to do it properly. You can't just buy the shortcut version of it to get you there quick because honestly, nine times out of 10, you're probably just buying an idea and it's going to give you like that, that therapeutic balm that you're just putting on your wound, but not actually healing it. And I just honestly, at the end of the day, I think you deserve better than that. So there. Listen, if this has sparked fire in your belly, if this has invited you to think about something in a different way, share it. I would love to see a photo of you listening to this podcast. I would love to see your screenshots and your feedback on Instagram. Go ahead and tag me at Lise Wilcox. Um, Share this podcast with a friend. Tweet. Are you on Twitter? Do people still use Twitter? Tweet it out. (laughs) Subscribe, like, follow, review, comment. Do all of the things to share this with other people. These are the conversations. As I said, I'm so passionate about this. We are all having a very, very similar emotional human experience. And some of us are more open and more willing, even more ready to have that conversation. And it's so 
wonderful when we can find it within ourselves to share that conversation and make it available to more people because I mean, the more people are have, that are having this conversation, the better. That's how we see these even bigger ripple effects in our world and create longer lasting change. Thank you so much for being here. I hope your day is just the bomb. And, um, you know, I think you are so lovely. Bye. Bye.